Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Um, Sean, don't ask the fucking question. It's dog shit. Yeah. How Goods um, Footy? Fuck you. How good's footy? Sad theme. You have the floor. Thank you. Appropriate. So, for the second time in three years, the Haggards Footy Boys have suffered a toast trinity oh, in the first again. week of finals. Yep. Play it again. Yep. Um, Thank you. I, I don't know what else to say. Um, I think that sums it up beautifully. Just play it yeah. on loop for Just, however long this needs to go for. Yeah. How do we? Um, can we play it underneath the whole episode? Just the episode's over, Tom. <laughs> it's true. Where can it's people end. find us? <laughs> uh, in a so hole yeah, if, um, <laughs> that we dug there was four games this weekend our teams obviously played in three of the four and we all lost none of them were valiant defeats none of them were uh, defeats where you look at it you're like oh fuck it was close it was like yeah. yep we got outplayed and lost pretty spectacularly yeah. and in the fourth game our visiting football professor Gemma her team lost, so yeah. it's just as bad as it could possibly be. At least that game was close. Like, at least they yeah. had a crack. That makes it worse. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean... Well, I don't know. Ask the guy whose team didn't kick a goal after halftime if that makes it worse. Well, Tom, there's two of us whose team's only kicked four goals for the game. Yeah, it's true. It's bad. Mm. It's a dog shit... I think, actually, we kicked five. Oh, okay. I apologize, then. Um, yeah. Not, yeah, we... we you kicked, don't need to. Yeah, we kicked four goals in the game, and three of them were in a row. Yeah, we 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 kicked we kicked five goals, including uh, no goals uh, in the third quarter. Which that's how you win premierships, boys. <laughs> yeah. You just do not score in the so-called premiership quarter. I don't know All how right. many we kicked. Um, Charlie kicked five. More. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, let's just go through these fucking games. Give me a set. Yeah. You start talking about it. I'm listening. I've got a cat stuck in my room. I've got to open my door, but. Keep carry. This is the type of shenanigans yeah. and chaos that's happening this week. Feel anyway, free Friday night. There's yeah, a cat I in might. this room as well. Yeah, that's good. She's Double asleep. cats. She's keeping me um, from going crazy. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's no cats currently in the prelims. Uh, so Friday night, Geelong take on Port Adelaide. What happened? Uh, my brother was 
very happy. He sent me a message in the lead up to this game where I think I look at that message and I think about it and I think about family and how it's important. And while footy is forever and football is life, yep. I think he needed the win more than I did just yep. because he didn't sleep the night before. He didn't yep. eat most much food for the day because mm-hmm. he was too stressed. So what you're saying, Tom, is that Geelong lost because you valued Tom's nap time. Well, I slept because I sleep. That's what I do. I slept it's- like a baby. I had nightmares. Confidently. I had nightmares. Mm. Uh, <laughs> the sleep of an arrogant man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I slept easy. We're rolling into the first week of the finals. And traditionally, uh, looking at the stats and the history, we have won, I think, two uh, first rounds of finals since Chris Scott took over. One of them was, of course, in our premiership winning year in 2011. Mm. And the other one was where Isaac Smith missed a goal after the siren, which is less of a win. Yeah. Uh, yeah. More of a um, dodged a bullet. And one out of... The last, uh, sorry, seven out of the last eight have been your lowest scores of the season, I think. Yep. So every yeah. year we post our lowest score of the season in the first round of the finals. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's a good stat to have. Know, uh, Tom, equally- since the grand final, six wins and 14 losses in finals. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm not mocking you. Because no, in, Brisbane's, in Brisbane's recent finals times, we're one and four. And um, we all know how long it's been for Dusha. So maybe this yeah. show's just. A pack of losers. No, because yep. here's the thing. Here's the, here's the look. I would if you, if this podcast was recorded Friday night or Saturday morning, I would have agreed with you, Sean. But then I thought to myself, no, we got bundled out by Port in similar fashion last year. Our lowest score, couldn't get our shit together, and then we came out and we fucking murdered Collingwood, and then we won another game that I won't speak about, and we made it to a grand final. Mm. All right, so we've we've done it. We've been there. We've had. Lost the qualifying final, come out in the semi-final, and played out of our skins. So I still believe. I'm bullish, I believe. But it would have just been nice if just once in the first week of the finals, we didn't play our worst game of the year. That would have been just so nice. Yep. Uh, and what it really highlighted was the worst part of it was was watching... A gun, all Australian intercept marker, roam half back. When our gun, all Australian intercept marker, was not available to roam half back, that yeah. that just felt like an extra, an extra dagger. Um, but and this this is why I'm conflicted. My brother is very happy. Yeah. Um, my nephew is very happy, and Alira Alira is very happy. And I feel like I can't hate that man because he's the happiest, best man in in Port Adelaide. All Australian, um, Alira Alira. The AAAA. That's, you know, yeah. he's quadruple A. And, <laughs> Fucking hell. You know, That's a there's lot of power A's. in that. Um, yeah. Positives. Mitch Dunga came back, played really well. Jack Henry played really well. End of end. of end. That end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Port Adelaide had a lot of standout players. Alir Alir obviously tore it up. Aratio Fantasia played in his first winning final ever. And what a winning final it was. However, he's, uh, he hurt his knee late. Now, whether no, it's precautionary didn't. or not, it was but, precautionary. That's, you know, it's fine. I think he'll uh, be fine. Yeah, he'll the week if they lost, and he didn't have a week off next week. I would be worried for him, yeah. but I think he'll be fine. Because they yeah. also wanted to get like just match minutes into him because he'd been out for a while, and I think that uh, yeah, that happened. I think this was a very uh, tactical medical sub. Yeah. yeah, it did feel like that, which is a bit cheeky from old Ken, because I don't think that's in the interest of what the medical sub is for. Um, finals. Ah, 
to compound it, to <laughs> to compound it, Mark O'Connor, my favourite boy, did a hamstring. So the guy who was filling in for Zach Tui and Tom Stewart injured himself early. So that was that was good. Yep, pretty early. Hey, Sean, an injury to a key player filling the role of a player who is injured um, really sucks, doesn't it? Early in a game. It uh, it kills you, doesn't it, Tom? It really fucks you, yeah. It's why I was surprised Higgins was our sub. I feel like this is going to sound ridiculous, but I feel like Zach Guthrie is the better sub choice because he can play wing or defense and you can push a few others up onto the ball like yeah. an Atkins maybe. Yeah, Higgins, but- Higgins is a midfielder yeah. or a forward. I just think you need someone who can play a bit more, especially when we're already wounded down back. You might have that's why, grabbed another- that's why Duncan went down there, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess. And Tom, how do you feel about uh, Dangerfield confirmed that he was playing with uh, a hand injury? Well, I thought he had a hand injury because there was a video that they put up of him um, during the week. He was just talking about like at the club before they went to South Australia and his hand was all bandaged up. And I'm like, what the fuck is that about? No one has mentioned that. No one said he had a stomach bug apparently. But I guess what's happened is he's broken the hand in the round 23 game, yep. Geelong have said, we're not going to mention that he's broken his hand because then people are going to do a Stephen Baker and punch his hand or go for the yep. hand. Um, but obviously, it's since come out because everyone saw that his fingers were taped together. That Yeah, he's, he fractured his hand in round 23. So that I, makes me feel really good too. I love that. Yeah, I am very concerned about Geelong next week. Not because I don't think you will win. I think you'll put GWS away pretty comfortably. But I think the GWS... Out of all of the teams in the finals for you to play when you're a little bit battered and you have a key forward who hasn't quite fired a shot and is also injury pr- prone playing against his own club and this club potentially... N- Dirty's not the right word, but thuggish no, that's, probably that's, is. That's the right word. That's uh, Shane um, Mumford's going to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like Dangerfield's hand is absolutely going to get targeted now. Mm. Uh, so you might win the semi, but you're going to roll into the prelim pretty wounded, I imagine. Yeah, that's the worry. But, you know, maybe maybe he hurts his hand. We get far, so far enough in front that he hurts his hand and he gets medically subbed off. Yeah. That's the dream, <sighs> Tom. I'm sad. My brother's happy. Yeah. Port look fucking dangerous. Like, they, out of most of the teams in finals at the moment, they've rolled in in probably the best form they've been in all season. Nine uh, in a row. Yeah. Makes me sick. They are going to get... Very close, I think. Very, very close. Got to win yeah. a prelim against some... They are prelim chokers, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you balance that out. They have Michael Voss in the coaching staff, so, I yeah. mean, fuck. He's obviously and Aaliyah Aaliyah. <laughs> and Aaliyah Aaliyah. The power of Vossi and Aaliyah. <sighs> fuck. Fuck. Anyway, uh, Saturday afternoon, um, this was the only upset of the round where... A team that people thought may have been like quite a smoky for a flag got eliminated in the first, well, in the elimination final where Sydney got taken down by GWS. I wouldn't call this an upset just because of who Sydney were missing in the middle, I think. Yeah. It sort of evened it back out a bit. So it wasn't shocked, but then you would have watched this game and been shocked that Sydney lost because they, yeah. they kicked 2-7 two two seven seven. in the last quarter to one behind and lost by a point. Yeah, that last it. goal from that last missed goal from Buddy, that is his bread and butter. It yep. was on the right side for him, mm-hmm. and it curled back. But he started it like that's that is when he marked it. I'm like, oh, they're going to win here because he'll nail that goal. And the Giants could not buy a goal in that last half. They were down mm-hmm. two players, I think. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, yeah, Giants are going to be fucked next week as well because they've lost both greens pr- probably. Mumford was dead by halfway through the game. And uh, Isaac Cumming is possibly out as yep. well, which is a big loss. Yeah, they're fucked. They just had resort to violence. They were missing heaps when they beat Long last time. But so. they weren't missing Toby Green, who kicked four. True. They're fucked. Yeah. But <laughs> so is, eight players last yeah. time. They are fucked, but so is every muscle in your team's body, Tom. Yeah. It's true. Especially the heart muscle. Where is the game? Perth. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you see the post-match Hell interview hole. with Horse? No. No. I only heard the tiniest bit of it on the radio today, and I think it was the first question. I'm not even sure who the reporter was. I don't think it was Tom Brown, but it sounded someone very chipper. And the first question after Horse's team lost by one point was like something like, um, how did you enjoy <laughs> the Tasmanian football experience? What can you tell us about that? And Horse was just like, um, no, we just lost by one point. Next question. And then this guy asked a question again. And I think the guy thought that there were, because it's a Zoom thing. I think he yeah. thought that there was like a internet issue or something. And he asked the same fucking question. And Horse was just like, can we talk about football? <laughs> just moved on. <laughs> that's the uh, team you ask. That's the question you ask um, Leon Cameron. You don't ask Horse that one. Yeah, especially not first question. Yeah. Fuck it, hell. Like, surely surely the opening question for that is, it must be disappointing, but are you proud of how this young team have got to themselves? Like, that's the question you open with. Yeah. You know, blow smoke up his ass a little bit. So he opens up. So he's disappointed, but he's got hope for the future. Because that's yeah. the thing for Sydney. They were missing a lot. And those that core, those younger kids who played really well, they're only going to be better next year. Yeah. They were, like, very lucky it was in Zoom and not in person yeah. because he would have bashed him. That is the Um, dumbest question of all time Yeah, I love it They also did something (laughs) that our And look, I know that he's still a controversial figure And I know that in the past he has been loathed But Sydney also in the first half did something that uh, Football journalist Kane Corns uh, (laughs) Said they needed to be really careful of Yeah I think I think um, before you you finish the story of Kane Corns, yeah. I think I think the listeners need an update. <laughs> I think the listeners need to hear about the messages that were flying back and forth over this weekend regarding AFL firebrand journalist Kane Volcano Corns. <laughs> so much like how, and this is a crazy comparison, but much like how Matthew Lloyd took a little bit to settle into his role on the Sunday Footy Show, and therefore, as a result. Uh, the other footy shows he ended up featuring on, uh, where his insight to the game and just his br- personal brand, I guess, took a little bit to just like settle in. He 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 stopped trying to be whatever he was trying to be and just found his own groove. Kane Corns in twenty twenty one has revealed that he has a heart and also has really kind of cemented himself in like what he goes after. And because he throws things out with such vitriol, but then if you question them, he he doesn't, like, walk away from the opinions. He's just like, yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, I still feel the way I just said I felt, but if you disagree, that's fine. I've come to respect him. Sean, <laughs> what about you? Well, look, Tom, you were there, mate. You were in the chat where it just so happened that three footy professors all at the same time just happened to admit that they don't hate Kane Corns anymore. In fact- yeah. Kind of love him. Hey. And that's big. 
That's yeah. It. I know a lot of you listening right now are going to be disgusted. You're probably throwing up. Yeah. If anyone's driving while listening to this, they may have ran off the road. Yeah. Look, he's got hot takes. Yeah. But like Joel said, he backs them up. I actually, I actually respect Kane Corns. I don't yeah. hate him anymore. In fact, yeah. I apologize. I apologize for saying shit about him. Yeah, I think he's good at what he does. He seems to he's, have he seems to have gone through a process where he was just throwing out hot takes, and yeah. now he's sort of got to a point where he's realised right that's that's pointless. So when he says a hot take, he says it. People react. He goes, "Yes, but this is why I believe that hot take." Yeah, and he seems to have his hot takes seem to have evidence behind them. Whereas previously, when he'd fire off dumb tweets about stuff, he didn't have that. Yeah, now it seems like he's matured. He's he's gone away. He's had to think. He's a you know Kane what Corns is a good bloke, I think. When he started in the media, I thought he was doing these enormous hot takes to get a foothold in the media, in that position. Yeah, yeah. But then you watch him now and you go, he's just always been who he is. So yeah. he'll say something, but we're used to seeing a really outlandish comment told in like a blokey laughing sort of way, whereas Kane Corns mm. just says it and stands by it because it's what he believes. And sometimes <laughs> we're not always going to agree with him. Yeah. But more and more I'm finding I often am. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is going to tie straight. Well, like, also something that's like really fucked for T- Kane Corns is that he has a kid who is 14 and autoimmune compromised. Mm-hmm. So obviously the last two years would have been fucking scary as hell for Kane and his family. Mm. But yeah, posted a really nice tweet about it the other day about how the vaccine rate's going up. Um, his kid's been approved for the COVID vaccine and he encourages everyone out there not to get vaccinated for themselves, but to think about people like his kid who are in the community and could be fucked up by COVID. Yeah, so that's... don't necessarily get vaccinated for yourself, get vaccinated for your loved ones in the community. And I was like, fucking hell, Kane. It's good. Yeah. It's the other, the, uh, was it Sam Taylor or is that coming? One of the, I can't remember which one it was. It was one of the GWS giants was interviewed for like a footy record segment. And one of the things they yeah. said he'd be doing post-season was getting vaccinated. I'm like, yeah. good on you. That's what we yeah. need. It's- yeah. yeah. So, so we shared the Kano story around in our chat and then sort yeah. of all at once sort of realized that we uh, do not hate this man. No. He may why, be this country's finest football while. journalist <laughs> one day. <laughs> but yeah, last week... Uh, Kane Corns was like, yeah, all right, against Gold Coast, uh, Sydney just fed the ball to Franklin just to pump up his goals and whatever. But I really hope they don't try and do it in finals because they'll get punished for it. And then in the first half, which is where, in theory, I guess they lost the game because that's when Giants were all over them. That's what they were doing. They were just Mm -hmm. trying to pick Buddy out and it was not quite going to plan. He kicked a couple. I mean, it's Buddy fucking Franklin. He's going to kick goals. Yeah. But like, I think if you had a, if they had to shed it around the forward line a little bit more, well, the case in point was the, the when they started getting back into it was when Isaac Heaney yeah. put the team on his back and went, "Let's fucking go, yeah. team." <sighs> um, also, I've mentioned Kane Corns positively and then spoken about how Sydney have made um, a bad coaching decision or a, not a coaching decision, but a bad team decision. Um, so Gemma, if you're listening, I am turning my DMs on Twitter off. Um, I am not brave enough to front up to whatever rebuttal you have to my statement there. And I fully admit that whatever you're saying is right and I'm wrong. But yeah, Sydney cooked this. This Big was time. their game to win and they fucked yeah. it. Yeah. Well, JWS are 3-0 over Sydney in finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is... 
ridiculous. Like starting to get who uh, like you'd be a bit of a hoodoo over the clash now. Also, ooh. it's fucked that they have um played each other that many times in finals already when West Coast and Freo have done it once or no, yeah. never. Never. Yeah, Brisbane and Gold Coast. Well, never. <laughs> Gold has there Coast. been a showdown final? Yes, one. It was a semi-final. That's so again, they've had one and the Battle of the Bridge has happened three times in finals. Yes. Mm. Fuck that up. says that's that is cra- I think that says more about Sydney's ability to be in the finals as GWS are on the rise. Um yeah, well, also says, I would say that it says that both teams characteristically in the last 10 years have been pretty good. Yeah. Also, as disappointing as this is for Sydney, they the way their team is building, they're going to be having a crack for like Oh. Mm. The next three, four, five years. Well, they went what, from fifteenth or fourteenth to yeah sixth. Huge. Yeah, um, one, yeah. one point away from a, or two points away really from a, a semi final. They could do it next year. Maybe just trade trade Buddy Franklin. <laughs> they are starting. They might have to because the salary yeah. cap's fucking cooked up. What if they? What if he hits the thousand in like round two, and then they just rest him and he never plays for the rest? He retires. <laughs> well, they're talking about signing on for 2023. Yeah, have One you heard that year. though? In, in terms of using that as a strategy to spread out the contract? No, I just saw that that was something they might because be I've read that that's they're not allowed to do that. So basically, I think they're committed to whatever his final year was, which is something yeah crazy. Like that's it was a back ended deal, wasn't it? I think it was heavily back ended. I'm not sure that's on the specifics, but I know up. that there's players like <laughs> Luke Parker who are out of contracts. Who are going to get big offers? And Sydney are kind of like, how are we going to pay for this? Well, yeah. is it? A, I've saw a hot take from I don't know which journalist. I refuse to <laughs> look at who it was, but a hot take saying that if they were building Sydney's list, Luke Parker is more replaceable than some of the other players who are out of contract. David King. Ah, oh, well, in that case, I take it with the largest grain of salt of all time. <laughs> it wasn't Kano, so we don't trust it. Yeah, don't trust that hot take. <laughs> that's a that's a David King special hot take where he'll have a um, new one on in three days' time that contradicts his first one. Dawson's also out of contract, I think. But well, Dawson's the one I'd sign up. There I was think a, also there was an early draft pick as well who I don't think has played at all yet or much. Dylan, Dylan Stevens. Possibly, yeah, and may get. I don't know. He has not This is all media chat. Just yeah. players might well, get squeezed out and blah. While blah, we're blah. talking media chat, uh, because Essendon are no longer in the finals, it's already started to happen to us again. Uh, apparently, we're trading Dylan Shield. <laughs> <laughs> With but four years still left on his contract, for what reason exactly, Joel? It's just too expensive, and our team's too good. I'm shrugging. Like you, it- you locked away Merritt, and you locked away Parrish this year, and you locked away McGrath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, Stringer. Yeah. Salary <laughs> cap's not an issue at Essendon. No. No, but we we got to get him out. He's too expensive. Well, I think the take on that is more that where does he like where does he actually fit in the yeah. midfield? Well, now? I think what's going to happen now is, yeah, where does he fit? Which means they'll probably just spend the offseason trying to figure out, like, fix up his goal kicking and play him half forward. Or, like, yeah. yeah. Or he'll play, he'll play across the defense. wing. Yeah, can yeah. he play on the wing? Yeah. Probably. He was playing a lot on the wing, I felt, in the last few weeks since he's been back. Running half back? Yeah. Trade period for Essendon and, I guess, delistings and stuff like that. I really don't know what's going to happen. Essendon will probably still go for a forward, I think. Yeah, well, we need, as we saw, uh, we probably need... Look, we'll get to this in a second. Let's talk about the Saturday night game first before we get 
too deep into the acid and shit. How are you, mate? Uh, flat. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And do you want to reveal to the listeners why you were probably the most flat about this loss? At half this time? Meant- half time. Oh, about mm-hmm. my strategy? Yeah. You had a coaching strategy from I had the a coaching. Bike. Yeah. yeah I-, I went into uh, the Coach Carno playbook. Which is mm. just the Coach Bombay playbook, but yep. his name scribbled out and Carno <laughs> put over the top. I decided to change my jumper because yep. Brisbane were getting smashed at halftime. They had a really bad second quarter. And I was wearing my old woolen Brisbane jumper and I have a, another one that was a little bit older than that. And so mm-hmm. I swapped at halftime, thought I could give them the Mighty Ducks Guernsey sort of change, the bump. Yeah, work for a worked. quarter. Because we kicked two goals to none in the third quarter and we were a chance still we were a, yeah. we were a sniff ultimately it didn't work and that's that probably disappoints me more than anything yeah i had a crack i tried and it just didn't work yeah it's disheartening you could argue this game was over five minutes in when damix day got concussed by a cockatoo's knee without a single touch yeah like you guys know where i stand on damix day i think he's he's the He's the most important person in that forward line. Yeah. And he'd be top five most important players in the team just in terms of the structure and what he brings. I think yeah. because more people realise that now. He's the best contested mark in the team. I think he's yeah. number seven for contested marks of all forwards in the AFL. Um, and he missed the first month of the season too, people forget. he's He's been so good for us lately. He's so crucial because he gets up the ground. He takes marks on the wing. If he doesn't mark it, he brings it to the ground. He creates a contest, especially when you play against Melbourne who have May and Lever. Like as soon as – so we were neck and neck. I think it was five goals to four or something like that yeah. at quarter time. But all of Brisbane's goals have been like Charlie Cameron, like on the run, no marks inside 50. Yeah. So that wasn't going to be sustainable against Melbourne because no. I think I've watched Melbourne a lot this year and a team might get a run on them for a quarter. Like but we then did. Melbourne always – Lock it down and figure out how to get yeah. through it, and that's what they did in the second quarter. They just <laughs> and kicked eight and then goals came to out, zero sometimes. Yeah. And then we came out and broke even pretty much in the second half, but it just wasn't enough. We just didn't yeah. have, you know, Matthew Richardson's only contribution to commentary on Saturday night was to continually say that we'd taken like one contested mark in the forward line all night. Yeah, the same shit from him. Yeah, it's <sighs> Lockie it's... Neal was great. He had forty six touches, but the rest <laughs> of the midfield was shit house. Like. Zorko yeah. didn't really fire a shot for me. Um, pretty much no one did. I would I would only say that Charlie Cameron was awesome. He kicked five goals. And Lockie um, Neal had 46 Lockie dodges. Neal was, was great. It That's was the, the best game most the amount year. of possessions in a final ever. Yeah. At 13 <laughs> clearances as well. Fucking um, hell. You know, the trolls on the internet will say, yeah, what did you do with them? What did you do with them? Well, what he did with them is stop it from being a... 11-goal loss instead of a 30-point one. <laughs> yeah, this is the he, thing. He People are like, oh, they little... the ball fucking 13 times, cunt. That's so many. Right? Yeah. So, like, that's the thing. So, he's had 46 touches and 13 clearances against Max Gorn, who was pretty dominant, and a midfield of Petrarca and Oliver and Viney. Like, that's yeah. that's huge. When he's And he's the only one going in, too, because Lions had a pretty quiet one as well. Yep. I think he had over 25 contested possessions. So, if you think he did yeah. nothing, oh, what did he do with it? If he's not in there doing that. That's just balls that Melbourne are running out of the middle with. Yeah. So and don't. Just, we saw yeah. that during the game. What happens when that happens? And it's uh, a very quick goal to Melbourne. 
Big time. Oliver's so good. I think he's yeah. probably going to win the brown line. Petrarca's awesome. Max Gorn's awesome. Oscar McInerney had a crack, but there's only so much you can do against Max Gorn. Yeah. Yeah. And Luke Jackson, they just team up so well. Tom Falls yeah. is not really up to it. I don't know what Brisbane's going to do there. Brisbane, it's yeah, this week will be tricky against the Bulldogs. I think- The I only think- other player, sorry, Tom, the only other player that I think stood up was Kadeen Coleman, oh. who's been fucking awesome on the halfback line. Yeah. He is fantastic. He- Speed. He just looked- there are times like you watch a final and after watching Friday night and seeing so many of established players look overwhelmed, but then a player like Brad Close, who's played like 20-something games, look like he was trying. I got the same vibe on the Brisbane game. There were players like Zorko and other players making mistakes, and there's this 19-year-old, 20-year-old kid who's just hitting every contest as fast as he can and just trying, just trying. That's all you want yeah. in a final. That's yep. the thing about the, fi- the finals is you've just got to have yep. a bit of a crack. Um Yes, Harris Andrews. Um, he That's the worst game I've probably ever seen him play. I yeah. think he's very clearly injured. He got injured in that game against Adelaide, where for a second I died because it looked like he did his knee. And yeah. then somehow he played the next week, and then he's had a week off last week, and he's he's not right. Not right, and yeah. He can't he's run. Not, he's not switched on either. He had a shocker. He's had four or five games this year where he's been really off. And yeah, they're the worst four or five games he's played in five years, I reckon. Yeah, because he's generally really quite consistent. Yeah, there was so two he's players. Down, yeah, for uh, sorry, there were two players for Brisbane that, and like fuck, when we get to accident, like I'm not. There's a lot of players that just didn't show up this weekend, unfortunately. But yeah, Brisbane had to like even as like a relatively neutral supporter. I say relatively because I wanted Brisbane to win big time, yep. but um. Yeah, like both Harris Andrews and Joe Danaher were nowhere to be found. Yep. Yeah. It's the first time Joey hasn't kicked a goal in a game this year. Yeah. Um I think he missed one or two. Um the other the other issue for Brisbane is that Darcy Gardner's just he's not fit either. So like yep. he hasn't come back properly from his injury. Yeah. Because he he came out of the team just before the prelim final against the Cats last year. Mm-hmm. And it when that happened, it was nearly like, I don't know if we can win because he's that important to the team. So he's not yep. firing. Andrews isn't firing. Grant Birchall looks like he's got one leg that works. Um, <laughs> and it's not his kicking leg. Yeah. Like Daniel Rich had a crack. Stasevich had a crack. But like Stasevich playing on Cozzy Pickett, like that's not the matchup for me. Like Stasevich needs to play on Bailey Fritch. Yeah. I don't know what the hell they're doing. Like they kind of, the selection of the back line. Is really questionable at the moment. It's a bit of Geelong, no plan B sort of stuff going on with Brisbane. I'm a bit concerned. Yeah. And, and you don't have the injuries in the back line that we've got. Well, I mean, we have well, just- you, They're just playing. They're, they're just back. Playing. Yeah. They're back now, but they're, yeah. They're basically injured, but playing. Yeah. Marcus it's Adams a, is having a crack, but yeah, fuck. The damn McStay ones, that's a killer. Um, midfield, man. The midfield need a lift. Lucky yeah. Neil had a crack. Zorko needs to have the biggest fucking game of his life next week against the Bulldogs. Um, I much like how with my Port Adelaide praise, I don't want to uh, weigh too much in on how good Melbourne were, just because I know oh, res- respect con- for the dead. Congrats to Melbourne supporters because fucking hell, the yeah, midfield, good. the midfield and the back line are so good that it doesn't matter what the forwards are giving at the moment. The forwards just have to kick accurately, yep. and they're such a strong chance to win the premiership. Um, the midfield's so fucking good. Yeah. 
Clayton the, Oliver, the, the back fact line. that the back, the back line is extraordinary too. Really, Clayton Oliver talking yep. about how he spent his all off season just working on his kicking, and it's like, yeah, yeah. You used to be a guy who get thirty four touches, <laughs> thirty handballs, four kicks, and the kicks would go nowhere. Now he's getting equal handballs to kicks, and the kicks are lethal. He's yep. strong too. Oh, you notice he's it's so hard to tackle. Yep, he's got that. Like Jared Lyons has that. He just didn't have a good game. Um, but it's, Petrarca is the same. Petrarca like broke out of a tackle from Lions, then he broke through McCluggage, and then he still just finds they just found a way to surge the ball forward and Brisbane just um, didn't really. Oh yeah. It, Melbourne are very exciting to watch, especially when they're not playing against a team that I like. Yeah. <laughs> um I will say, and I said I wasn't gonna bring this up on the show when this was raised to me, but you know what? It's a pretty funny how good's footy story, so I'm gonna bring it up. Uh so Tom, your former roommate Adam. And his current roommate, Hayden, who came up uh, last week on the show because yep. he is a Melbourne supporter. A relatively, he he's uh, allegedly a lifelong Melbourne supporter, but he decided at the start of this year that this was going to be the year he starts really getting into footy. And I don't know yeah. if it was a coincidence or if he's a cunt. No, he was born this year. <laughs> yeah. I will, I will also just put it on the record that in the round 23 game, he asked yep. if something else was happening that night. And I said, no, we're, we're watching foot. Footy's on tonight, obviously. And he's like, oh, yes, of course. <laughs> so, hey, classic. you're on notice, buddy. Anyway, there has been a grassroots movement by him and Adam. Well, it's his grassroots movement. But Adam, your former housemate, Tom, yep. has gotten behind this, which is trying to get Cozzy Pickett the nickname The Wizard. Um, so, no. No. they keep they keep. There's already a wizard on- for Melbourne. Yes. Yeah. No. Um, they keep commenting on every Melbourne Instagram post about it, being like, love the wizard. Uh, Adam had one that was like, Alakazam, the wizard kicks straight again. Um, Hayden reached out to friend of the show, Broden, who reacted to the Instagram message, but gave him no words back, which is, I feel, what it deserved. Yeah. Good. If he was a lifelong Melbourne supporter, and he tried to pitch this to me, and I said, you know, there's already a wizard for Melbourne, yep. which is Jeff Farmer. Did he, and he know said, that? Well, what about Wiz? And I said, "There's already the Wiz, and that's Warwick Kappa." Yeah, this is a disgrace. Yeah, um, I, will, I will. I will update just before we go to the last game. We'll do another update on Adam uh, and his football agencies. He watched a lot of yep. Geelong games when we were living together, obviously, and he, you know, yep. was supportive of my yep. yeah, endeavors. Yeah. Um, he's supportive of Hayden, and I thought I felt I messaged him. And I said, "Mate, I feel like you've." You've swapped allegiances, and he has announced probably the best term I've ever heard. He has described himself as a footy ronin who serves no master. <laughs> so, a TC. Oh! <laughs> he can't be Sean's a TC. Taking- He's never had a team. If you've, never, if you've never pledged an allegiance to a team, can you be a TC? So he's not a traitor. He's just a cunt. There's no TC, just a C. Um, So, Hayden, if you're listening, that's how well this has gone down for you. And uh, if you're a friend of this, if you're listening to How Goods Footy and you follow Melbourne and any time you see a man called Hayden pop up on an Instagram post being like, love the wizard, maybe comment, fuck you, Hayden. There's already a wizard. (laughs) It's true. There is. Or maybe just- No respect for bandwagon supporters. Yeah, maybe don't even um maybe don't even say fuck you, Hayden. I think it's far funnier if you just comment on any of his posts being like, Did you just start mel- barracking for Melbourne this year? Just no other context, just that. <laughs> really destroy his self confidence. 
last game of the finals. Um, I was feeling like dog shit leading into this, and I was worried that we would get blown away because that is what Western Bulldogs typically have done to Essendon in the last 10 years. And my fears were confirmed, where after a competitive but wet and uh, very sloppy first half, we didn't kick a goal in the second half, and Western Bulldogs kicked eight. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, bud. Um, Much like yeah. how Joe Danaher was called in the lead-up to the finals, the barometer of how things were going to go, like someone with real finals power who would fire up and maybe get the team on their back. Mm-hmm. Jake Stringer, for Essendon, was labelled similarly. He had nine touches. Darcy Parrish played one of the best first halves of a final I've ever seen. He had 24 touches up until halftime and still finished the game with quite a lot of touches, was significantly less impactful in the back half, but so was the whole Essendon team. I think, um, I think unfortunately for Darcy Parrish, um, another man saw how he was going at halftime and thought, yeah, nah, I'm better. And that was Libba. Yeah. And look, yeah. we love Libba here on this show. So yeah, we do. It hurts. It's like a literally. It's like, you know, Max Gorn. We like them. It still yeah. hurts. Yeah. So I'm so sorry, Joel. I I, I believed. I genuinely believed that so this I. might be the year. Do you think Parrish needs to get some Simpsons tattoos to go to the next level? Um, yeah. Yeah, probably that is a good call. Um, yep. Whilst in, after, like two hours after the game, uh, in an attempt to make myself feel better, I spent $130 on player badges. <laughs> that is um, extreme. How many badges is that? It was like 20-something. It was for me and my housemate. That is fucking wild by you. Mm, that's big. How many beers uh, did you have at that point, too? Because I want to. I feel like there's a correlation between badge purchasing and beers. I was drinking, but I wouldn't say I was... I wasn't Tom's 30th level of drinking. You okay. cut out the middleman as well. Tom's your badge man. Yeah, but Sean, some of the badges I was buying, wild. Tom wouldn't have been able to help yeah. me. 2020 they- Thomas Bell Chambers badges. <laughs> okay, I was going to ask, were they old ones? Um, Is it like a, a herdy one from the 90s? No, no, no. Tim were all, Watson. There was, there was a 2020 Bell Chambers. Um, there was someone else. From, I think I might even got like a 2019 badge, but I can't remember what it was. I'm just excited to sort through them all when I get them. And like I said, yeah. there was a bunch of duplicates because it wasn't just for me, but still. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was where a Hurley you, one because I was trying to figure out where Hurley was looking best. Where do you yeah. where do you find the yeah twenty nineteen when he had the beard right yeah um how do you find these bad like did you go to like is there a badge website or did you just go to yeah eBay there's a badge or? website there's like an official AFL just partnered a badge site. dedicated website for AFL badges I think they sell other stuff but badges is their whole big thing I imagine how, how, how far back does it go. Uh, 2019 was the furthest oh. I saw back, but I think it's like limited. Presumably, what has happened is like they have limited numbers of 2019 bad. Actually, yeah, that was the case. Like they had the full roster for 2021 teams. Mm. 2020 teams were a little bit lighter, and then 2019 was like we nine have three players. players. Yeah, yeah, per team kind of thing. So no Vossi. Um, yeah, that's where I, that's where yeah. I went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to make my own. I reckon they should release coach badges. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, it's kind of fucked up. Kind of fucked up that, like, like just like an Essendon, like, imagine an Essendon Bombers badge, but it's just like truck. Ah. What it should be 
is it mm. should be rather than just like the badge of of Ben Rutten's face. Yeah, it should just be a truck, just a yellow and a yellow, a yellow and black, a red and black truck. I think I would like it better if it was a picture of Ben Rotten's face, but instead of saying Ben Rotten, it just said truck. <laughs> that would be pretty good, actually. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to make you one, Joel. Thank you. Yeah. Well, do you know really how to make badges, it. Sean? I'll figure it out. Hey, we're in lockdown. We've got nothing else to do. Yeah, true. So, yeah, badges on this website are $6 a pop, and it was $3 for shipping in total, and I ordered- What? Yeah. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. I'm just going to do some math. What was the- um? What was the total sum? Oh, sorry. It was $123, and $3 of that was sh- shipping. Okay. Wow, right. Okay, so yeah, about about 20 badges. Yeah. I'm going to have a heavy scarf. But Tom, and listeners, anyone who thinks that may be overkill, think about how good it's going to be when I open this giant envelope and all these player badges come out, and I just get to sort through them. Black Christmas. That's pretty good. Um, and to answer the beer question, somewhere between five and seven, I imagine. That's, um, that's unders. Mm. And that's like, so say this took place at like, it was a 3.20 game. I think I had, I had a shower beer beforehand to oh. try and ease the nerves. Fuck, there's, there's nothing better in the world than a shower beer. Yeah. So I reckon, yeah, probably six or seven beers, but over the space of like four or five hours. I've found a website where you can make, like, you can do your own custom one. <laughs> Wait, it might be the same website. I actually am now getting flashbacks to, but it says number one fan. I don't like that. Oh, no. Oh, no, you 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 do the top message. You're oh, in okay. control of everything. Cool, thank God. Cause saying, so that's like a... Top message, top message line, line, first name, last name, your image. That's big. You we should buy our own badges. Truck's face. Yeah, do we get our, like, what, ourselves on there? Oh, Haggard's nah, footy, just, footy what I, <gasps> Imagine if we got Haggard's footy batches. <laughs> That'd be huge. Maybe I'll get Coach Carno. Oh, oh man. And I'd probably just get- photo, make sure that it's like, you've got your arms crossed, but one hand visible and you're wearing a glove. There's the Brisbane template. It's oh, ready to go. That's oh. juicy. I'd get your yeah, top message line, Haggard's footy, my photo, and then just shut up Tom. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, accident mathematically possible. Can I just say? Imagine rolling into a footy game and you're at your scarf. You got badges on it, and people are like looking at them, like, "Oh, you got that player? Is that is that just you?" Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. Um. You can Essendon- make up for an old player. Sorry, Dusha. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, you could, you could, you could. Uh, six thousand two hundred plus days since we last won a final. It's going to be eighteen years by the time we get a chance to have another crack. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm scared of trade period, and I'm scared of what we're going to do because I really like this team. But I mean, I don't think there's anyone that's like wanting to jump ship. Dershaw, I think the future think is of. bright for the Bombers going forward. It'd be like the Swans. You got to, yeah. you, you kind of surprised everyone. You played finals when maybe you weren't quite supposed to play finals, but you did. Yeah. The list is young. Guys like Perkins and Cox and Harry Jones are going to be so much better next year. You've still got Zach Reed who didn't get on the yeah. park. I think. Heppel's making some of the biggest coach, uh, biggest captain speeches of all oh, time. Heppel might be my new favorite non Geelong player. Fuck, he's a good bloke. Yeah. Yeah. 
Joel, I'll tell you what you've done as well, which is the most crucial. Yep. Is you fixed the culture. Yeah, oh, so you big might get, time. Remember when Brisbane steadied the culture up and then got the, the free agency bump? You know, they got the, the Lockie Neals and those, and Charlie yeah. Cameron's wanting to come yeah. there. That's that's probably the next step. Mm. Whatever your earliest draft pick is, take that. Back to Doro in to pick another good young player. Yeah. Um, like, Zach Reed didn't even play this year, did he? No. So, he'll and come in. Nick Cox will go to another level. Well, even Caldwell played his first game since round two this week. he looks good. He yeah. looks good. And then, yeah, whoever the free agent players are, maybe they'll be like, ooh, Essendon's looking pretty juicy. Yeah. Full season out of Draper, too, who looked like he was going to oh. eat that final for breakfast. Yeah. He's great. Future's bright. Draper and Libba having a laugh on the field was a very dangerous combination. <laughs> you, you fucking what. stay away from my boy, Libba. Don't lead him astray. <laughs> are you excited for next season, for the first game of the season? No one's seen Draper all offseason. He rolls up. He's got a fryer tuck, but still the mullet and just covered in Simpson tattoos. And he's ready to ro- And he just comes on wearing sunnies. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Kicks five goals. Could- yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot about next season that's exciting, but still, this was uh, you know, a 49-point loss. Didn't feel good. Yeah. I'm shocked that Libba doesn't have a Simpsons mouth guard. <laughs> no might. one's really creative with their mouth guards. It's I, disappointing. They might be allowed, allowed to. That's a good point. No, some of them are. Some of them have like their team colours. Some of them have Indigenous mouth colours mouth guards, I think. I've seen yeah. in like Thingo, um, Indigenous rounds. Jeez. Jesus. I used to have Christ. a lime green one when I played. Oof. Oh, that's big. That's big. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Luke Jackson's going to need a lime green one because he wasn't wearing one and he lost his front tooth. Well, fun fun fact, Joel, you know this, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It, he, he's already... That's a fake tooth. Oh. <laughs> he just wears a plate. He just yeah. can take the plate out. And it, tooth. That's why he was happy. He didn't that's why he didn't really give a shit. It just yeah. got knocked yeah. out of his mouth. Yep. He's got to pay um, for a new plate. That'll, that'll sting him a bit. <laughs> oh, that's like two grand. What the fuck? Oh. That's right. He probably got a check for winning the Rising Star Award. Yeah, yeah going to true. a new tooth. That could have been yeah. going on Suvlaki's. That's the worst <laughs> purchase ever. <laughs> anyway, let's take a look at semifinals. Let's go. Semifinals. Actually, just two real quick assistant coach things. One, Essendon's assistant coach, uh, Dan Jordan, has just left. He was the forward coach. <gasps> Interesting. Do you know who we could bring in who's currently been... Uh, Lepper. Lepper. But do you know who else has been kind of like a fucking free agent forward coach? And who? was Cody Waitman's forward coach. Lloydie. Lloydie. Oh, that's big. I, don't think, oh, I think you need to hold. I, I think the temptation to bring in Lloydie might nah. drag you back a little bit. He wouldn't do it. He's too invested in the media now. He needs to be, he's a free agent. Coach, he just he just he, rolls through. You don't need to pay him. He loves the club. He'll just come yeah. in over the summer and just do a bit of work yeah. with everybody. I reckon you know what you should do, and I don't know if this might just be a waste of time, but I reckon you pair Lloydie and Draper up, not for an extensive like forward training drill, but just to get like Draper's goal kicking just kind of sorted a bit, so he can almost play like a Joe Danaheri kind of role, except more focused in rock than in the forward. But you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you um? Do you also give him some sledgehammer lessons? Yeah, yeah, big time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and just destroy all goodwill we've earned this year. <laughs> uh, and another thing is that 
Frio's uh, assistant coach, Josh Carr, has been slapped with a uh, $25,000 fine and a four-game suspension for his COVID breach in July. Oh, Can't remember what he did, but that's fucking big. Anyway. Whack. Josh Carr, more like Josh can't. Yeah, coach for four weeks. Yeah. Um. Anyway, semifinals. Friday night, 7.50 p.m., which is a very normal time for a final. Very normal time, that one. Yeah. Geelong take on GWS at Optus Stadium. I think we bounce Geelong. back. Geelong. Yeah. yeah. Um, we get Zach Tui back, which is huge. Um, so that's Geelong. good. Yeah. Five goals. Fuck, yeah. I hope so. I think it'll be kind of like the reverse of your result this weekend, to be honest. I don't think this will be a close game at all. Hmm. I think the GWS just played their final. Yep. They make me worried, though, boys. Because they'll bash you, but you just got to try and survive, and in the second half, run away. And then, yeah, I'd be far more worried about the prelim if I was you, Tom. Which oh, is I also presume, yeah, of course you are, because I know you always thinking about like that is disgusting, yeah, yeah. Tom. And then I'm really scared about the grand final against Brisbane the week after, mate. If you want to do some forward thinking, fucking think about round one next year <laughs> when we're defending our premiership against Brisbane, who we beat in the grand final. Uh, oh, that's Tom, rude, rude Tom, by you, Tom. Have you uh, noticed what the media has started just quietly doing now after you lost on the weekend? Oh, are they saying that we're shit? No. They're being like, well, if they don't win the flag this year, they've kind of fucked themselves. So Rebuild. I've heard gonna, the word rebuild. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, um, it could be time to stop. They're like, they're not, Tom, they're not being like, you fucked it, game over, rebuild time. They're like, eh, it's probably probably worth looking at maybe trying to, you know, just plant some seeds for a rebuild because they're going to have to at some point. Yeah, I don't think we'll go on a massive uh, free agent campaign in the offseason. We'll go to the draft. I mean, it would be insane. With what? Yeah. <laughs> All those picks yeah. that we don't have that we gave up for Jeremy Cameron. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've paid off. I'm shaking my head. Yeah. Tried some stars. Yeah. Get rid of Gary Rowan. Whatever mm. you're paying him, you don't need. Yeah. Who, who's going to take him? No one. There you Jail. Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we should win. And I reckon Brisbane are going to oh. get the job done against the Bulldogs at the very normal yep. time slot of what time, boys? Don't even know. Has that it's, been confirmed? Uh, no, it's TBC at the moment, but... Uh, Rumoured yeah. to, to be 4.45. Fuck me, the dogs are sooks. Did you finish in the top four? No. Shut up. Let us play at night like we want. Yeah. Dickheads. Bevo, I'll tell you what. I'm going to have to bash him. Yeah. Coach Carno versus Coach Bevo. It'll be... Oh. That'll be this year's grand final. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, um, I think you win. Yeah, I, I, I hope we win. I hope. Yeah, I think you'll win. Yeah. Um, I pray. Brisbane by four goals. Yeah, I think Brisbane are the type of team where you'll be shaken up from last week's not so great loss and yeah, won't be able to serve up the same won't serve up the same stuff this week. It's in front of a home crowd and Western Bulldogs just played in the wet. And even though Essendon didn't really put up a fight after half time, Essendon really uh Laid into them in the first half. So there's probably I, a lot of dogs out there that are quite sore. I also mm. think that if you get through this, you then roll into the prelim with Dan McStay back. That's the hope. And that's and huge. I'd like to see Archie Smith play this week and the big O to go forward. Give everyone some big O's. That would be. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be <laughs> first in line for those. Yeah. One big O, please. <laughs> uh. One every quarter. 
Um, yeah, hope hopefully. I would love a win. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Tom. Uh, Dusha. Tom. Do we have emails? We got. That aren't about any of the games that we lost. Well, we got heaps snips of emails. Some that are about games we lost, Tom. Others are about the fantasy football call-out that Sean put on in, uh, put out last week. In fact, our inbox is probably the most firing it's ever been. So I've just had to go through and just quickly handpick a couple of emails that aren't about fantasy football, also aren't too mean to any of our teams. Um, and just to set the tone very quickly, this is from Paul. And Paul has listened to all of our feedback because the subject line of the email is condolences on the toast trinity and then i opened the email and it was blank oh paul <laughs> that's brilliant paul <laughs> that's the best email that anyone has ever sent us print that out put that in the hall of fame uh actually there's two things that we haven't mentioned yet um that keep happening and this happens sometimes with how good's footy there's an email about one of them but um Something gets announced in between us recording an episode and releasing it, so therefore when the next episode rolls around, it's really old news for us, so we forget to mention it again. But one thing that we shockingly haven't mentioned in the show, and this is the thing Sean. the email- Sean, Fuck this is Fuck very, very important to me personally. All right, fine. A certain swingman, maybe the ultimate swingman. Of course. With the conclusion of the Accident v. Western Bulldogs elimination final, has gone to footy heaven uh, after announcing his retirement two weeks ago. Um, so yeah, Kale Hooker has retired. It's broken my heart. Sadly, there was no farewell game for him, but also it wasn't really under bad terms. Our forward line was firing, and unfortunately he just didn't fit into the team for a team that was pushing for finals and then playing a final. I'll miss you every single day of my life, Kale Hooker. I hope that your wines are fruitful and I hope you sell a million of them. <laughs> oh, the other big mate. news is that uh, someone got sent to football heaven by their dog shit board. And that was David Teague is no longer the coach of the Carlton Football Club. I can't yeah, Carl- believe Carlton suck. that Carlton are about to repeat the same mistake they've made four times already in the last 10 years. It's fucked. They sacked Ratten because they thought they were better than what they were supposed to be. They then sacked Malthouse because they thought they were better than they were supposed to be. They then sacked old mate was a, a Brendan Bolton. Bolton, 
same reason. Mm-hmm. Teague, same reason. Teague has a better record than both Clarkson and Hardwick at the same time. And the board yep. have fucked themselves again because they've said the benchmark, the pass mark for next year is finals. Yeah. Fucking hell. What a what a disgrace. There are members of that board who have overseen every single one of those coach turnovers. The whole board should go. Yes, I agree. The club too. <laughs> uh, this email is from James Big Boy Bigsy. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> Dear Lords of Footy, lads, I'm a Blues supporter, and while at times your judgment of Carlton has hurt, it has been justified. However, with the recent shocking treatment and eventual sacking of David Teague, the big nerd who I love, it has come to my attention that the frontrunner for the Carlton job is none other than a certain creepy garlic breath fuck by the name of Ross Lyon. Boys, I don't want this. I'm scared of what the future may hold if this greasy fucker is allowed to be in charge of my beloved club. I've heard that Vossi is also a chance, as is Mark Williams. Both are better options than a fucker who can't understand when a woman doesn't want to speak to him. (coughs) Allegedly. (laughs) Boys, I'm hoping for some words of wisdom or encouragement. Please don't let me down. I'm scared and alone. (laughs) Also, Tom, I hope these last few weeks have been a wake-up call. The window is shut. (laughs) That's rude from Big Boy. Fuck me. Very lippy from a current the arrogance now, champ. Kisses. Yours in footy and hatred, James Big Boy Bigsy. I respect the nickname so much, though. (laughs) He's just alpha-dogging me. I just... <laughs> no, look. look at Tom. Tom's like, maybe the window is closed. <laughs> <laughs> Big boy just um, closed it. <laughs> so, a couple of things. One, uh, we'll say allegedly because I'm not entirely sure, but I'm pretty sure Ross Lyon paid a $10,000 fine. And that's a big fine for something that's alleged. Well, put it this way work cover paid out, and work cover only pay out if there is a reasonable claim. Yep. So. I'm just, I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm just stating some facts about how I understand how work cover laws work. Yeah. So also he was sacked under bad circumstances. He has overseen a club that had one of the worst cultures of its time in those yep. that era. He has also now Ed Langdon, sweetheart and wingman for the Melbourne Demons, has come out and said it's really nice having a coach who doesn't scream at you all the time. Mm-hmm. Simon Goodwin, and people are like, nah, that's what Carlton need. No, it's fucking not. That's not what this developing young Carlton list need. Although, look, maybe we can all reap the benefits. Roscoe's in there. He destroys Carlton. You know, it's players a, end up Maybe leaving, it's a going. Mick Malthouse situation again. It's such a Sleeper short-sighted agent. view. It's so yeah, dumb. It's stupid as hell. How many flags has Ross Lyon won? Oh, that'd be... Um, he got... Uh, the, it, none. Yeah, so he coached the Fremantle side that played one of How many's Vossi won? Three. <laughs> as captain. Even more impressive. Way Huge. more impressive. Might yeah. win an item as an assistant I, coach. That's true. I don't want him to go there, though. I no. have to protect him at all costs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Ross Lyon is such a shit choice, too. Like, yeah, it's, it doesn't it's make any it's sense. It's the AFL system that are like, we're going to give a job to a man who was like a sexual assault harassment incident is hanging over him, and we're yes. going to reward him with a top job. 
It's not what Carlton need. It, it doesn't isn't. make any sense. Board, Carlton board, I know you're listening. Don't be fucking idiots. You'd be better off going with someone like They were talking like to a- him two months ago as well, which is even worse. Sorry, John. Yeah, which is why... So I don't know if you've seen it, but it's disgusting. Sean, you would hate this because I know how you feel about arrogance. But the week before Teague was sacked, Ross Lamb was being interviewed on fucking Footy Classified or some shit yep. and was kind of gloating about the Carlton situation and kind oh, of implying mate. that he has been asked it. about it. Yeah. Yeah, he's a disgusting pig man. Teague, yeah. Teague's manager was like teed off on him and said it's it's grubby. He was doing yeah. his media work. Yeah. I mean, he's a garlic breath grub. So what do you yeah. expect? Garlic I'm breath. Glad that fuck. we've contributed garlic breath into the yeah. Ross Lion uh legacy. I like Bigsy's greasy fucker as well. Yeah. That's pretty good. It's a real it's just like someone fucker. fucking cracked a garlic bread and then just grabbed both halves and just rubbed it on him. That's what he does. Yeah. Fuck you, Ross Lyon. Yep. Hope you don't get this job. And then no one ever mentions your name ever again. Since Carlton are clearly going down a path of a <laughs> despicable choice for coach, I wish they'd go the more chaotic option and hire Nathan Buckley. Well, that's another name that is also floating around. That is, you know, that is a that? big choice. Yeah. Just do it. Just for my amusement. Or give the job to someone who's not a cunt. Yeah, which is uh, would be a bold call. Yeah. But yeah, like... So someone like David, T- oh, wait, you sacked him. Yeah, well, because the crazy thing is, like, Carlton but- probably need, like, a fucking truck. Well, the the thing about Carlton is apparently one of the big things Teague said is he just didn't have the support of his assistant coaches. And a lot of them left during the year, like Johnny Barker went. Like, there's been a lot of issues. Basically, what I feel like Carlton needed to do is what Richmond did. It's what the Ge- Geelong did, where they backed in the coach, they stripped the team out and said, pick a team yourself, build yourself a coaching panel. And I just think Carlton needed to stick the fat. Like, yeah, all right, there were some issues that he needed to address, but there were players apparently who reached out to the board and said, do not sack him. And those players are guys like Walsh, Charlie yeah. Kerno, Mackay. Like, your young future of your team do not want you to sack the coach, and you sack the coach. Yeah, the people who run Carlton are weak as piss, sack and I'm board, sick of thinking about them. Um, Look, unfortunately for me, our inbox is absolutely chock-a-block full of doggy supporters. Not coming after me, but just a huge, like, deep breath after uh, they have obviously shit their pants for the last three weeks. Uh, going from flag favourites to, you know, maybe not even making a semi-final. Um, so I will, rather than reading out all of them, because Jesus Christ, I don't think I can handle it. I would just say, Tenille, Shay. Everyone else at Barracks of Western Bulldogs has emailed in. Those are the two I saw at the top. Congratulations on your win. A lot of the players that haven't been showing up for the last couple of weeks did show up. That was exciting. I love Libba. Congratulations. And yeah, I don't condone, obviously, uh, some of the online behavior by some of the Essendon supporters towards certain players of yours. And Tom, yes, people want to email the show. Where can they find us? Uh, send us uh, emails as to why you should coach Carlton instead of Ross Lyon to howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty, footy. Um, or individually, I'm at Awkward Treed. <laughs> I'm at Carney from 55. And I'm at Douche13. Good luck, boys. I'll let you know how the 450 badges I get in the mail uh, are. I'm pretty excited. You're going to wear all of them at the same time? Yeah. Uh, it's going to be the heaviest scarf known to mankind. Yeah. I'm going to permanently have a hunched back and broken neck. 
Heavy is the neck that wears the scarf. <laughs> have neck muscles like Dwayne Johnson. Oh, yeah, big time. It's going to be huge. All right, well, yeah, see you next week, and I hope it's a much happier episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.